Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks again for listening. We're entertaining meets informative. Let me tell you something. This man is so damn funny, it isn't funny. Mark K, you're good to go, man. I would marry me some Mark K. Mark K. A fresh perspective on today's Issues. You were doing a great job today, buddy. Mark K is always good in my book. Just settle down a little bit. You talk too fast. Other than that, I love you. This is the Mark K Show. It is active resistance. Is the op-ed published in the failing New York Times by an anonymous, really an anonymous, gutless coward? You just look. Yeah, an anonymous is uh, Donald Trump in Billings, Montana. This was, of course, this was, of course, the big news was that Donald Trump stumbled over the word anonymous. Although he said an ominous, which let's be honest, could also be work uh, could also work in this situation because this this sinister character lurking inside the White House, uh, you know, spilling secrets and leaking information uh, to the New York Times, working for the quote unquote resistance from the inside. That is not just an anonymous person, but that is also an ominous person. Uh, so I, I believe Donald Trump right again. An anonymous, really an, an ominous. It's an ominous person. Uh, what's up? This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thank you so much for joining me. It's Friday. Today. Oh, wait, where's my it's Friday thing? It's Friday! There we go. And we are going to be celebrating as we typically celebrate the Fridays here with uh, by not really preparing anything at all to talk about. And also by uh, giving you some free stuff. Later on today, we're going to have our Week in Review Spelling Bee, which last week we did live at Best Bet. And it was so much fun. It was so great to see this uh, in person. And we had two competitors. They, they played valiantly. They did a good job. Uh, we did have one guy win. And get this, and this is, you know, this is the story you didn't hear about on the radio because the show was over. Uh, we had these two, the grand prize was a $150 entry into a best bet poker tournament last Friday, immediately following the show. Like we got done with the show. We all went to play poker. It was great. And, uh, and the guy who won couldn't stay. He said, I have to go back to work. I can't be here all day. So he gave it to the guy who didn't win, the non-winner, if you will. Uh, a, a guy named, uh, I forget his name, Stacy Leslie. Anyway, it was great. We, uh, we had a great time and we hung out for a couple of hours and we played some i didn't win i don't know if he did or not but so it just goes to show that real people win these prizes and and have a blast as a result now i did mention yet a lot has come up since yesterday i did mention yesterday i wanted to talk about the gubernatorial race which again it, that's one of those words that's tough to say gubernatorial anonymous 
really an, an ominous. I imagine a lot of people would mix up the word gubernatorial um, as well because, you know, it, it, it's got a lot of syllables. It's difficult to say. It's not a word that you say that often, too. Typically, words that are that are not in common everyday speech. Like, how often are you sitting around talking about the gubernatorial race? It just doesn't happen that often. You know, you might say the governor or the midterm election or the, the, uh, the Florida governor election. But saying gubernatorial it's not common, so you, you don't have a lot of practice with it. Same with anonymous. How many times does anyone actually say the word anonymous? I mean, unless, of course, you work for the New York Times, in which case every single day you have to write the word anonymous. Every single day you're sourcing some anonymous source from the White House who's leaking information. So, that, that, But, you know, most of us don't work for the New York Times. Most of us work for reputable organizations and companies uh but anyway so the gubernatorial race between ron DeSantis and uh and andrew gillum it's starting to heat up and i you know i i get excited whenever i see donald trump do a rally like he did in billings montana because i know that donald trump will be coming to florida because he has a lot of assets here uh, that he needs to protect. He has not just not just the governor's race with the Ron DeSantis, not just, you know, Ron DeSantis, who ran on the I'm Trump platform, who, who pummeled Adam Putnam with his with his Trump ads and his Trump platform and everything else. Not only that, but also you've got Rick Scott, who is I don't know how heated the race is, but is trying to, to unseat Bill Nelson. And that's going to be that's an ally for Donald Trump in the Senate. That's a seat that we could win back for the uh, Republican Party in the Senate. So that it's very exciting. And it's Florida in uh, in November is going to be a really, really interesting place. And I imagine that all through October, you're going to have Donald Trump, um, you know, at least making making several plans to come and campaign, if not for one, but for both candidates. And wow, wouldn't it be great if they just went on tour to get all three of them? You know, it'd be like the like the Lala Palooza of uh, of Republican politics in Florida. You'd get you'd get you'd Ron DeSantis opening up, then you'd have Governor Scott, uh, you know, coming in, and then Donald Trump playing cleanup. I think I think that would be a fantastic tour, and I know a lot it, they would fill arenas all over the state. They would definitely fill Jacksonville Veterans Memorial Arena. I'm sure they would fill. Uh, would you? What would it be in Orlando? I guess the uh, the Amway Center is that right? I don't know where they even go in uh, in Tampa. There's a there's a big you know what? There's a big right across from the Hard Rock Casino. There's a huge amphitheater which would be phenomenal. Miami they would fill they would fill uh, stadiums all across the state. So I think that would be exciting. Now the the other interesting thing that we need to talk about is the running mates because yesterday both candidates chose running mates and Ron DeSantis uh, chose Representative Jeanette Nunez to be his Republican running mate. This is the first time ever. This is the first time ever that you have had a Cuban-American woman be chosen as a lieutenant governor candidate in the state of Florida. This is huge for several reasons. Number one, Republicans are supposed to be racists. And now you have a minority running alongside the most prominent Republican uh, in Florida at the moment for the, the highest office in Florida. Or the second highest office in Florida. Very also a woman. You know, this is I I don't think this is gonna be one of those Sarah Palin moments either for Ron DeSantis. I don't think I don't think that Nunez is Ron DeSantis's Palin. 
You know, and she's got she's got a, a much stronger name for herself. She's got a background. And I, I I'll, I'll be honest with you. If you want to snag some votes from the Democrats, you've got you've got to get a, a strong uh, pro border wall security, pro strong border security, um, Cuban American on the ticket. And that's exactly what Ron DeSantis did. You know, Ron DeSantis has he's conservative. He's from St. Augustine. He's got North Florida wrapped up. He's conservative. You know, he's a he's a Trump Republican. So he's got North Florida wrapped up. He's got a lot of the rich counties, uh, you know, in and around Tampa and Orlando wrapped up. What he's missing out on is is Broward County and Orange County, and Miami down in that area, the out the inner cities uh, or the inner parts of the of the Orlando's and the Tampa's where you really have a, a strong urban core and you have a strong, uh, you know, central central Latino, um, you know, voting block. And so hopefully this is going to help with that. Hopefully this is going to help with that. Also, I feel like we're going to see this this, you know, immigrant mentality or this mentality that immigrants are automatically Democrats, much like a, much like it's happening with the African-American community. We have we have so many black voters call up to this show and tweet me and send me messages saying I'm a black voter and I'm off the plantation. I'm a black voter and I'm totally done with the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party does not work for me. They work against me. Ron, I mean, the, the job numbers alone, the job numbers alone for today should prove that everybody in America is benefiting. Jo- another 201,000 jobs, more jobs expected uh, or more jobs than any time post-recession. This just goes to show that Donald Trump, no matter what he says, no matter what flubs he has, no matter how abrasive he may be in 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 public or, you know, what gaffes he might make. An anomalous, really an anomalous. He has a strong agenda that is working for all Americans, white Americans, black Americans, Cuban Americans, Latino Americans, uh, Asian Americans, whatever. Everybody is benefiting. Every single group is benefiting and the minority groups may be benefiting even uh, even more and faster than than non-minority groups. So I think that this Florida governor race has taken a really interesting turn with Nunez on the ticket. Also, uh, Andrew Gillum, every single day becomes more and more socialist. And I feel like those two things wrapped together bode well for Ron DeSantis and the Republicans in the Florida gubernatorial race. Man, that is a tough word to say. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045. You can send me an open mic message, too, uh, if you've got any concerns about the gubernatorial race or if there's a word that you just can't, uh, for the life of you, say without screwing it up. 340-1045. This is the Marcation. We'll be right back on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. And, oh, hold on. I just lost my audio connection. That's okay. That's, that's what happens sometimes whenever you're uh, live on the air. And just, you know what? And I, that's the thing. Some people mess up words. Like the president. Okay, this is not. Do I not have any audio? Hold on. Let's try this. An anomalous. There we go. Really an anomalous. Yeah, some people mess up words. I mess up entire uh, broadcasts. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm not the only one, though, There's and neither is the president. There's a lot of people, apparently, who have trouble pronouncing things. I can't say the word that's spelled R-U-R-A-L, like a country area. Oh. Like, do you say rural or rural or rural? Rural. I can't do it. Rural. rural. It's rural. 
Yeah, there's the or there's the it's a rural community, not a or a rural. Uh, you know what? I've heard it both ways. Sometimes I have a hard time saying the word cinnamon. Cinnamon, yeah. Especially if you're eating it because it's powdery. And it's, you ever take that cinnamon challenge? It's you kill yourself doing that. I can't say the word Pacific with an S in front of it. Oh, I hear I hear that all the time. People want to tell me about a specific thing or tell me about a specific incident or a specific episode of some show that they watched, and they always tell me about the Pacific. There was this Pacific episode I was watching, and I always think they're telling me, I always think they're watching something about, uh, they're watching something about, you know, the ocean. I have problems saying album, album, album. <laughs> Those are all good, and those are all common, and they're all very difficult. Album. I mean, it's an album. Thank God, no. Thank God, we don't have to worry about having record albums anymore because everything's uh, everything's on MP4s. Three four zero one zero four five is the number. Three four zero one zero four five is our number. You can leave me an open mic message too. Let's go to Matt in Jacksonville. Matt, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say, Matt? Hey, Mark, how are you? Doing good. First, if you're looking for a mis, uh, mispronounced word, go back and run uh, the clip in uh, Nemo where he can't say anemone. Oh, yeah, anemone. Um, but, I, you know, I see that these two races shaking out very similarly to you, and I think what Ron DeSantis did was not only the right decision to make, but a, but a shrewd decision to make. But I don't want voters and I don't, the people that, that would vote in this election to get complacent. You know, when, uh, the, when Bill Belichick shows up with the Patriots to play the Browns, the starters start, and they play till the fourth, the end of the fourth quarter, and they beat the crud out of them, fifty-five to three. Yeah, like, they don't they don't rest their starters just because they're playing an inferior uh, an inferior team. So please don't uh, don't rest on our laurels, and let's not think we got this thing won, and that uh, you know all is fun and sunny and shiny and dandy when when we still got a game to play. Yeah, no, that's a great point, and it's going to come. And I love the uh, I love the metaphor with the Browns and the Patriots. I mean, you do you go in there. And you've got to beat these people back. And and look, don't don't think that that Gillum is is any as any Cleveland Browns team because first of all, someone will accuse you of being a racist. Second of all, he's got a lot of money behind him. He's got Bernie Sanders behind him, and eventually he's going to have the full weight of the Democratic Party here in Florida behind him. If Donald Trump and Rick Scott and Ron DeSantis bind together, like you said, like this superstar Lala Palooza of uh, like Lala Politica. That's what we need. They, we need them to bore the state just, I mean, constantly between now and the elections. And I know Donald Trump's going to be all over the place. I know he's going to be supporting a lot of other conservative candidates around the country. But him, I mean, hell, I'll get out there, too. I'll get up on stage at a rally. I'll bring my guitar. You know, we'll start we'll start chanting USA. USA. I mean, hell, I've been to like 42 rallies in the last two years. I know how it's done. But you need to get, like you said, the political heavy hitters out there. And you need to keep them out there. And you need to have them throwing those passes and, and hitting that defense and that offense and never giving up. Not giving up one iota until Election Day. Three four zero one zero four five. Quick break. The news and uh, more of the Marque shows coming up next on News one zero four point five WOKV. If somebody describes you as being so funny, it's not funny. Does that mean that you're funny or not? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to figure that one out. What's up? This is the Marque show. My name is Marque. Three four zero one zero four five is our number. You can leave us open mic messages too. Uh, we're gonna get back to the gubernatorial race here. But first, there's a lot of words that are difficult to pronounce, even if you're the president of the United States. Anonymous really an, an ominous
source uh, from the New York. We, anonymous. We know what you meant. I can't pronounce the second month of the year to save my life. I usually try to just be and just save Feb. Because I can't say February. Well, whatever. I don't know. And I've heard February. People say that February. February. People say February. And it's actually February. Because it's B-R-U-R-U, not B-U-R. But I hear February all the time. I have trouble pronouncing the word hot dog. I say hot dog for like H-U-T, like you get it at some hut. I don't know why, but I've always said hot dog instead of hot dog. Hot just seems weird. And then when I uh, moved from Canada, of course, sorry was a big problem for me. And one of my first, I remember this, one of my first jobs as a professional radio DJ, there was some some big band at the time. They were like a one-hit wonder. And it was my job to go on stage in front of thousands of people and introduce them. And I had no accent at the time, no discernible accent. I'd been able to do away with all of my Canadianisms except for the word sorry. And wouldn't you know it, this band, their hit song that I had to mention was on sale now was called sorry and i butchered it i mean like one the like, easiest word in the world i go up on stage and i'm like here they are you know them because you love their song sorry <laughs> everyone looked at me like i was drunk which let's face it good chance that i was also uh also that three four oh one oh four five let's go to kathy quickly kathy from green cove springs how are you what do you want to say I'm great. I love your show, and I love and adore our president. Oh, yay. Thanks. My daughter graduated from University of North Florida here in Jacksonville, and I, for the life of me, could not say the bird that they are in love with there. I called it an osprey's and caught so much flack for that. Wait, what did you call Isn't it an osprey, right? That I can't say that. Oh, you're not a... It comes out with F's instead of S's. Oh, off spray. I get it. And um, so I just started saying swoosh. Swoop. Swoop. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say swoosh. That's that's all. That's Nike. That's the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. Hey, thanks. So I can't say Osprey, so I'm just gonna say swoosh. What is it? Swoop. Damn it. <laughs> three three four oh one oh four five uh let's go to uh dally in jacksonville dally thanks so much for calling the mark k show how are you i'm great hey what, what word do you have trouble with dally well when we think about accents and hispanics and asians and all that we have a big problem with saying that we love the beach to go to the beach to swim oh yeah the beach yeah. It sounds like B-I-T-C-H. Yeah, no, I know. (laughs) Thanks so much for calling. We had a guy who worked here in the research department, and he had a thick Spanish accent. And his, his job was to put together focus groups. But, but with his accent, it sounded like something way worse than a focus group. Although in the end, it's pretty much what they did to a lot of us anyway. Three four zero one zero four. Say it to yourself in your car. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it on the air. Three four zero one zero four five. Let's get back to business, folks. Mark is in Fernandina Beach. Wants to talk about the governor's race. Mark, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say? Hi, Mark. Um, I I agree with you that the backings of this socialist running for governor is uh is a danger, but I think we're discounting one danger. Are you familiar with the Titler cycle? With the which? 
Heitler cycle. There's a guy back in the 1800s who came up with a, a cycle of, of how civilizations go, and his I guess his overriding quote was that democracy only lasts until the voters can dis- discover that they can vote themselves largesse or money from the public treasury. And oh, got it. Happens, the democracy is over with. Look that up. It's a really interesting. The guy's from the 1800s, and yet it still seems to apply now. We've, uh, we kind of crossed the Rubicon a couple years ago where uh, over 50% of the population in the United States is receiving some sort of subsidy from the government, and I really worry that that's what that may be. That's why we're seeing these Democrats, these uh, socialist Democrats getting elected, yeah. because we re- we kind of repeat the same problems over and over. Venezuela didn't want to be like they are now, but they thought they were going to get something great. Yeah. I'm worried it could happen here. Uh, that's a great point. I'm looking at it right. Hey, thanks so much for uh, pointing that out, Mark. I'm looking at it right now. The Titler cycle starts with bondage. It says this is this is how every society begins. They begin in bondage because that's the that's the bottom of the barrel. There's nowhere to go but up. And then from bondage, they find spiritual faith. Spiritual faith uh, leads to courage, which leads to liberty and then abundance. Once you have a a libertarian society, a society living with freedom and liberty, you get abundance. And from abundance, it goes to selfishness. Complacency, apathy, dependence, and then you're right back in bondage. When you become dependent on something, uh, that's when they have that's when they have hold of of you. And and that's absolutely right. And that's what a lot of people. That's what you know. What I'll I'll disagree with you on one thing though. Well, it looks like our entire society is leading that way. I feel like what you've got is you've got two separate societies. You have the the right. Uh, society. You've got the conservative society, which is not in bondage. They're in spiritual faith, courage. They're still in liberty. They're still in abundance. Conservatives in this day and age, I believe, uh, believe that they have liberty, they have abundance, and they are willing to protect it. Then you've got the left. And I feel like the left, as you pointed out, if this cycle is, uh, which, you know, it looks pretty accurate, they are now toward dependence and bondage so it's almost like we're and this could really explain why the country's so divided maybe you know if i wrote essays i'd write an essay on this but if you look at it 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 seems to be that the reason the country's so divided is because liberty and abundance are directly across from dependence and bondage so one of us has either got to slow down or the other one's got to speed up. Otherwise, this is all uh, going to continue. Three four zero one zero four five. Let's go to Brenda in Jacksonville. Been waiting very patiently. Brenda, thanks for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Hey, good, Mark. How are you? Great. What would you want to say, Brenda? Well, I wanted to go on a little bit different pathway. I mean, I'm all for DeSantis and pick for lieutenant governor and, and all these things. I think that was a great choice. But my main concern with everything that's going on right now is... Sessions, Jeff Sessions, what on earth is the president going to do about him and why do you think he hasn't done anything already? Well, the midterm elections are why he hasn't done anything already, because with everything else that's going on, the last thing he needs is Democrats to peg him as power hungry or abusing his power or that kind of thing. But rest assured that after the midterm elections, no matter what happens, if the Republicans maintain control of the House of Representatives, Donald Trump will see that as a second mandate and he will clean house. If he loses, he will definitely get rid of Jeff Sessions and a whole bunch of other people who we already know that McGahn's out. They're just waiting. They're giving him like an exit strategy but it is it is definitely uh it is definitely on the horizon after the midterm elections there is going to be an entire 
turnaround in the White House staff, uh, if not if not soon. Well, not with Sessions, but if not sooner. Hey, thank great question. Great call. 340-1045. All right, it's that time of the week again. Time for the Week in Review Spelling Bee. If you've been paying attention to the news cycle all week, if you're a somewhat decent speller, and if you love free stuff, pick up your phone and call right now. 340-1045. We need two contestants. 340-1045 to play Week in Review Trivia. It's next on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. Thanks so much for joining me. It's Friday. We're very excited about that. We're always excited about Friday. Friday! See, I told you. And don't forget, for you football fans, the Jaguars kick off their uh, their season with a, uh, a meeting in New York at the, uh, at the Giants at MetLife Stadium. And for those of you that still hate the Jaguars, don't even worry about it. You may make other plans on Sunday because Sunday 1 o'clock to you is just another uh, wonderful afternoon. All right, let's get to the uh, Week in Review Spelling Bee, shall we? We've got, we do this every single week, and we've got some wonderful WOKV swag. I'm not really sure what it is this week, but it says WOKV on it, and it's swag. 340-1045 is the number. We've got uh, we've got two contestants, looks like, ready to go. Uh, first up is Alex. Alex, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How's it going? Good. How are you? Doing great, Alex. You ready to play some Week in Review Spelling Bee? Let's try it out. Perfect. All right, good. You're going to be playing against Art in St. Augustine. What's up, Art? Hello. Hey, Art. How you doing? Oh, doing real well. Thank oh, you. Doing great. Art, say hi to Alex. Alex, say hi to Art. Hi, Alex. All right, good. That's, that's enough. That's enough of the niceties. Let's get down to business. Alex, we're going to start with you. We're going to give you a question. Now, the the rule of the game is since it's a spelling bee, you can't tell me the answer. You have to spell me the answer. You got it? Okay, got it. Here we go. Let's try it out. Uh, Alex, your first question. This hurricane that threatened the Gulf Coast this week has now been downgraded, downgraded to a tropical depression. Spell me the answer. Don't tell me the answer. Say that one more time. G-O-R-D-A-N. I'm sorry. That is incorrect. Uh, you can steal this art if you can spell it correctly. That was a hurricane that went up to the, the Gulf Coast, correct? Correct. Oh, shoot. But you know what? I'm focused on the next one. Um, I'm going to have to pass. You're going to have to pass? Yes, sir. Okay. It is... Oh, wait, hold on a minute. I'm sorry. What did you say? Did you say Gordon? I, I spelled that, yes. Yeah. yeah, you know what? I'm sorry. I may have actually... Hold on. I'm thinking of Florence, but that's the one that's coming up the, the pike, isn't it? That's correct. Yes. Uh, G-O-R-D-O-N, however, is the correct spelling. And you spelled it G-O-R-D-A-N. So that's okay. It doesn't matter. We've got plenty of points to go. Art, are you ready for your first question? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. The New York Times published an op-ed this week from a White House official who remained to wi- uh, who wished to remain blank. A N O Y M O U S. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Uh, Alex, you can steal from him. The New York Times published an op-ed this week from a White House source that remained to wish that wished to remain blank. A N O N. Y-M-O-U-S. That is correct. Art, you missed the uh, you missed the second end there. It's tricky when you just spelled yeah. out. That's okay. Alex, you're on the board with a point. And Art, uh, we I'm sorry, Alex, you get the next question as well. Nike released their 30th anniversary of the Just Do It campaign this week, starring this controversial former football player. All right. 
That is that is correct. I was that's amazing. I always get the E and the A mixed up myself. Uh, Alex, you got two points. Art, are you ready? You can get on the board with this next one. Yes, sir. All right. The Senate confirmation hearings for this judge started off with the Democrats breaking with tradition and protesting within five seconds of the opening statements. Spell me the answer. Don't tell me the answer. Uh, R-E-E-D. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Alex, the uh, Senate confirmation hearings for this judge opened up with a bang this week uh, when Democrats broke tradition and started protesting within five seconds of the opening uh, opening statements. Um, K A D A N A U G H. That is correct. Uh, Alex, one more for the win. This actor who starred in Smokey and the Bandit, Deliverance, and the Cannonball Run passed away yesterday from a heart attack at age 82. Spell me the answer. Don't tell me the answer. All right. Two names. B-U-R-T. Last name R-E-Y-N-O-L-D-S. That is correct. Congratulations and RIP to one of the greatest actors of our generation. That's it, Alex. You win. You get yourself some WOKV swag. Okay, good. Hang tight. We're going to hook you up with that. It's the, it's the Mark K. So listen, we're out of here for the weekend. Uh, have, a, have a wonderful time. Go Jags if you're uh, still a fan. If not, hey, you know, have a happy Sunday. And we'll be back here Monday, bright and early, 11 a.m. with an all-new episode of the Mark K. Show. Stay tuned for the news and Rush Limbaugh. They're next on News 104.5 WOKV. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.